the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, everybody. Another Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast is on AM 970 The Answer. And we've got some great craft beer guests that will be joining me this hour. And the usual news and notes to get to, plus suds and duds. But first, how can you follow me? Very easy. On Twitter, at Al Gattulo. Instagram, at Gattulo. That's G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O. Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast and via email at albertg at nycradio.com. Don't forget, we're on iTunes and Google Play. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can listen to every single Craft Beer Cast from one of those two platforms. The record company gets us uh, started on this uh, beautiful uh, you know, evening, morning, afternoon, however you're listening to the program. It's the record company that is, excuse me, that is uh, off the ground. Uh, from the record company, my uh, best friend Mark Corrielli uh, turned me on to that one and uh, actually um, picked up the album uh, earlier this week. Man, that is some really good stuff. Nice and bluesy. I like it. I dig it. Might have to go check those guys out uh, when they come into the New York City area. So our guest tonight on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer, a guest I've wanted on the program for a long time, since the, pretty much since the show started. There have been a few people that I want to get. Um, a few we're, we're still working on, but one... We've actually obtained Sam Calagione of Dogfish Head Beer. He's going to be on the program not only to talk about how he got started brewing beer, but about the Beer to Drink Music to Tour, which coincides with Beer to Drink Music to Beer. Got that? Now, that happens in about 10 minutes. And coincidentally enough, uh, since we air this show uh, normally on Saturday nights at 8 o'clock, today is Record Store Day. or It's actually the end of Record Store Day, and uh, that is a part of the tour. So it's about records, it's about music, and it's about beer to drink music, too. Sam talks to us about that and some other stuff about the craft beer industry uh, that you definitely want to listen to. It was a really good interview. I interviewed Sam earlier this week, and uh, Sam was great. We'll do that in about 10 minutes. At the bottom of the hour, Josh Hughes, the brewmaster for Roscoe Beer Company. They're located in upstate New York. Uh, Josh will jump on to talk about his brewery. They have a very unique place. They put out some great beers, but their brew, uh, brew house brewery, however you want to call it, their tasting room, tap room, is pretty much set up like a log cabin, um, you know, with fishes on the walls and hunting and all kinds of stuff. Very, very cool, like a log cabin-esque uh, type feel. Uh, definitely a place I, I want to check out, and I have to thank my cousin Stephen Gattulo uh, for setting this up. He's, he's friends with a lot of these different people. Um, and uh, Roscoe Beer, you can get uh, all around the New York City area. I uh, actually got a chance to try them. Uh, in Staten Island at Lee's Tavern, one of the best places uh, to have pizza on Staten Island. They actually have um, Roscoe beer on tap. So very cool. We'll talk to Josh at the bottom of the hour. But let's get to some news and notes here uh, on another edition of the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. But uh, you know what? Actually, I should amend that. Before we get to news and notes, real quick, the um, the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast back on the road again next Thursday, April 27th. Uh, from 5 to 8 p.m., we're going to be at the Anthony's Coal Fired Pizza in Englewood. It's located at 10 Sterling Boulevard, Suite 104, Thursday, April 27th, from 5 to 8 p.m. It's a craft beer dinner uh, with uh, Anthony's Coal Fired Pizza 
and Brooklyn Brewery. This is very cool. So for $35, you get four courses, four different beer pairings. Uh, Alex Hestovic with Brooklyn Brewery is going to be there. He'll talk about the pairings, why they go together with the different, um, uh, the different food pairings. So here's the deal. It's a classic Italian salad paired with sriracha ale, wings and ribs paired with Brooklyn lager. You've got meatballs and eggplant paired with Defender IPA, and then there's assorted pizzas paired with American ale. It's 35 bucks. That includes the beer. It does not include tax and gratuity. Uh, go to acfp.com slash englewood-beer-dinner slash. Register there. It's, I'm telling you, it's going to be fantastic. It's 35 bucks. You can't beat it. We're going to be recording the Craft Beer Cast there as well. That is uh, Thursday, April 27th uh, from 5 to 8 p.m., uh, a craft beer dinner with Anthony's Coal Fire Pizza and Brooklyn Brewery. Very, very cool, and I hope to see you there. Now, Muskoga Brewery, uh, they are bringing a bunch of different beers to New Jersey. They are bringing their Moonlight Kettle Series, uh, one of the first beer education programs of its kind. Uh, they have Muskoga team members volunteer to join Muskoga Brewers to create, name, and brew their own beer. It's 12 completely unique, untamed brews, uh, very experimental. So this month, they have Cool as Cuke. Uh, that is an American pale ale with cucumber and lemongrass. Uh, in July, they're going to be coming out with their summertime siesta, which is a dry hopped session kettle sour. Uh, September, seasons change. That's a saison with raspberry and lavender. And then in December, a portly gentleman, a porter with vanilla and cinnamon. Uh, so they're going to be doing uh, different places here, uh, different beers over the next couple of months. The first one is out now, Cool as Cuke. July will be summertime siesta. September will be seasons change. And then in December, it'll be Portly Gentlemen. Uh, those beers are coming out uh, at various points during the year uh, from Muskoga. Actually, they're supposed to be sending me a sample of Coolest Cuke, so we'll uh, have to check that out, and I'll get back to you. Uh, the folks at Weyerbacher, their Raspberry Imperial Stout is available at the tap room now. Uh, their Raspberry Imperial Stout, an 8% ABV Imperial Stout. It's brewed with, obviously, raspberries and cocoa. Uh, roasty with hints of dark chocolate and subtle raspberry notes. It's been out now uh, for a couple of days. You can go check that out uh, over at Weyerbacher over in eastern Pennsylvania. Weyerbacher does a really good job. If you're in the tri-state area and you want to take a trip outside of New York and New Jersey and you want to do something, but you don't want to go too far, uh, Easton is right over the border. Uh, of New Jersey, right off of 78, and literally, uh, like, it's right over the border. Like, you cross over uh, into Pennsylvania, you get off at the first exit uh, in eastern Pennsylvania. It's basically, you get off, you make a right, you go down about uh, maybe um, two blocks or so, you make a left, and uh, it's about five minutes down the road uh, in a little tiny industrial area uh, in eastern Pennsylvania. Great stuff. The folks from Founders, they announced they'll be releasing Doom. It's an imperial IPA that's been aged in uh, bourbon barrels, uh, that is the next release in their barrel-aged series. Uh, they last released Doom in 2013 as part of their backstage series of beers. Uh, this is the third release of 2017, uh, preceded by Fruitwood and KBS. Uh, in addition to Backwards Bastard, there are two remaining beers yet to be announced uh, in the series this year. They will be, uh, let's see, uh, Doom is going to be available in their tap room and Founders Tap Room beginning on May 12th. Remaining states will be seeing it a little bit uh, thereafter. Doom will have a suggested retail price Fourteen ninety nine for a four pack, twelve ounce bottles, uh, and eleven ninety nine for a uh, twenty two ounce bottle. So uh, that's very cool. Good stuff from founders. So last week there was there was the uh, craft brewers conference uh, in Washington D.C. and this is something we're going to talk about with Sam Calagione uh, a little bit later on. The uh, president of uh, Dogfish Head Beer a little bit later on in the program. But the craft brewers conference 
uh, was uh, last week in Washington, D.C., and an announcement was made, which to me is not really a surprise. Um, The Brewers Association executives told thousands of these brewers that showed up at this conference the days of double-digit growth in craft beer might be a thing of the past. We've talked about Jim Cook and his op-ed piece in the New York Times saying that things are slowing down. Um, there is room for growth, as uh, the Brewers Association director, Paul Gatz, has said. He said it's slowing down. There's still a lot of uh, growth out there. Somebody's going to get that growth. Who is it? That remains to be seen. Well, let's be honest. Last year, craft beer volumes grew by 6%. Import volumes grew 7%. At the same time, U.S. non-craft beer saw a 2% decline, while large brewery domestic specialty brands grew about 2%. Um, it, basically, look, the, the bottom line is this. Uh, they're saying you can't keep growing at 18% year over year over year with an industry now of, let's face it, almost 6,000 brewers. At 25 million barrels, 18% is more than 4 million barrels. It's just not happening uh, at the rate that people want. Um, Last year was the fifth best year that craft beer has ever had. Um, That's great, and people are excited about that. Microbreweries... are doing much better than these mid-level craft brewers. Uh, they're talking about how microbreweries uh, produced fewer than 15,000 barrels annually. That's a microbrew. Uh, they grew by 27% and collectively produced 5 million barrels of, uh, last year. And again, while they're small, they're making a lot of beer. And a lot of people are going to those places. Now, um, there are more than 5,300 breweries that are operating in the U.S., that's really an average of about two breweries opening every day. Um, there's a lot more permits going out there. People are thinking, I think part of it here is this. I think that people are getting into breweries because they think that they can make a quick buck. That you know, We've talked about this before. This is not the business to get into if you're looking for a return on your investment uh, in six months. You're talking about, uh, you know, it takes time. It takes time for these things to develop. It takes time for for any business to grow, especially in the brewery business. So if you're looking to put in your money in an investment that's going to get you a turnaround very quickly, this is not the business to be in, ladies and gentlemen. It's just it's simply not, and the numbers bear that out. Um, so brew pubs are doing a great job. You, you have these places, these tasting rooms, that are doing a fantastic job, these microbreweries, putting out great beer. And I think that's part of the problem with craft beer now. We're seeing the mid-level brewer, if, they're not, if they haven't been acquired by big beer, they're getting priced out. Microbreweries are doing big business. I shouldn't say big business, but they're doing moderate business. They're getting a lot of growth, which is good. We say this all the time. If you love beer, support those small businesses. Those, it's the lifeblood of America, folks. Small business is the lifeblood of America. That's how this, that's how this country has survived for all these years, and they're going to continue to survive. So the days of, you know... This enormous growth where these businesses are getting bought out uh, by big beer, I think, are over. It's, it's very much slowing down. I don't think we're going to see too many more businesses being acquired by big beer. So these smaller businesses have to do things to survive. Now, the, the microbreweries are doing the right thing. They're creating these, these tasting rooms so that people can come in. They can commiserate with one another. It's kind of like almost like a town hall kind of thing. You go in. Yeah, you know, the 10, 15 people there, everybody's talking, they're talking about the beer, you're discussing things, you're talking about whatever's going on. Maybe they have some music playing, maybe there's a food truck outside. Everything kind of plays off on one another. When you have these bigger places, like the Stones, 
the Coronados, the Founders, these types of places that are big, sometimes people aren't going to them. They're not, maybe they're not, uh, you know, frequenting them as much. I think you have to start getting creative and turning things around and saying, what am I going to do to make my business more successful? The tap rooms have a smart, you know, have a smart idea. Be centrally located, be near someplace where there's food nearby, or get food trucks to come in so that you can have those different things. So people aren't just drinking. They're sampling food. Uh, you know, they're making a lot of these places pet friendly. It's a community thing. That's, what's, that's why these microbreweries are being so successful. And I think that's going to continue. I think what the mid-level brewers have to do is they have to change their strategy here. They've got to change up what they're doing a little bit. Not in the terms of making beer, but in getting people into their facility and drinking their product and saying, wow, this is good stuff. I've got to tell my friend he's got to come down. That's the problem. The bars do a great job. The gastropubs, these little microbreweries are doing a great job spreading the word about their beer. The mid-level brewer, I think, has to start changing things up a little bit, maybe getting back to basics in order to bring people in. That's where we're going to see real change. But, you know, we're not going to see, I don't think we're going to see double-digit growth anymore. I think it's going to slow down, and I think we're going to see a few more businesses go out of business before the end of this year. That would be a shame, but unfortunately, I think that's a byproduct of the success that craft beer has had over the last five to six years. When we come back after a short break, Sam Calagione of Dogfish Head Beer will join me, folks. We're just getting started on this program. It focuses on that delicious beverage made with barley and hops. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Hey, guys, why don't you join me, the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast, Brooklyn Brewery, and Anthony's Cold Fired Pizza in Englewood, New Jersey, on Thursday, April 27th from 5 to 8 p.m. for a special craft beer dinner. Four courses with craft beer pairings for only $35. It's a great deal. Alex Hestovic with Brooklyn Brewery will explain why the pairings go together, answer any questions you may have. Plus, I'm going to tape the Craft Beer Cast live from the restaurant. The food and beer pairings go like this. It's a classic Italian salad paired with sriracha yale, a wings and ribs paired with Brooklyn lager, meatball an eggplant paired with Defender IPA, assorted pizzas paired with American Ale. It's very simple to register. Just go to acfp.com slash englewood-beer-dinner slash or call 201-431-9404 to make your reservation. It's a wonderful night of fun with the Yalgatulo Craft Beer Cast, Brooklyn Brewery, and Anthony's Coal Fired Pizza. Join us April 27th, 5 to 8 p.m. at the Anthony's Coal Fired Pizza in Englewood, New Jersey, located at 10 Sterling Boulevard, Suite 104, call 201 401- 431-9404 for reservations. Hi, I'm Elias Usamaldin, host of Cobra Radio, The Boldest Hour, here on AM 970 The Answer. Tune in this Sunday as we have our segment called Ask the Next Mayor. Republican Paul Massey will be here to talk to us about his vision for the city of New York, his views on homelessness, what's happening in correction, how to deal with the administration of children's services, and a whole lot of other topics. So make sure you tune in this Sunday at 11 o'clock here on AM 970, The Answer. Advantage Gold has the highest ratings according to TrustLink with a 100% five-star rating. A New York Times best-selling author just announced that 99% of retirement accounts are more exposed to risk than ever before. If you have an IRA or a 401k, listen closely because I'm about to tell you about a little-known IRS loophole that could save your retirement. Right now, U.S. debt is spiraling out of control. The stock market is near all-time highs. If it all comes crashing down, do you have a plan in place? Advantage Gold has found an IRS loophole 
which allows you to convert your standard retirement account into physical gold and silver. We have helped thousands of people use this strategy to keep more of their hard-earned retirement savings. Get our free gold loophole guide and learn how you could secure your IRA or 401k tax and penalty-free with physical gold. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Operators are standing by. Call 800-900-8000. Your free gold loophole guide is waiting. Just call now. 800-900-8000. Listen to Joe Piscopo in the morning, weekdays at 6. Mike Gallagher at 10 on AF 970. The Answer. I hardly ever sing beer drinking songs And when they play them cheating tunes I never sing along Welcome back to the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, does it get any better than Johnny Cash? I don't think so. You can follow me on Twitter at Algatulo, Instagram at Gatulo, that's G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash A-G Craft Beer Cast. And, of course, via email at albertg at nycradio.com. A little Johnny Cash goes, that particular song you can catch on a brand-new vinyl album that we're going to get to in just a couple of moments. But my next guest on the cast is someone I've wanted on the show since we started. This guy makes some amazing craft beer, and to be quite honest, he does a phenomenal job with almost everything he touches. A Midas touch, perhaps? He's the founder and president of Dogfish Head Beer. You can check out their website at dogfishhead.com. Let me welcome into the Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer is Sam Calagione. Sam, how are you? Hi, Al. Thanks for having me on the show. It's nice to be here this morning. You got it. Now, Sam, let's discuss right off the bat. You not only have a passion for making great beer, but you have an incredible love of music, and part of this tour that you're currently undertaking has to do with records and analog music. What artists were your earliest influences? Oh, I would say I grew up, I'm uh, 48, I believe, born in 1969, so... I grew up really in the first wave as a teenager of punk rock and hip-hop, and those two genres were probably the most influential on me, not just as a teenager, but as an entrepreneur, because, you know, they're obviously two wholly American art forms uh, that started on the fringes and with a lot of DIY ethos, they moved to the center of, of the world, and similarly, craft beer started as this fringy sort of art movement, uh, outsider art movement, that has moved into the mainstream. So uh, those, those genres of music have, have been tremendously influential for me. And, and you say your music love happened around the, uh, about, you know, like you were saying, around the same time that you fell in love with beer. What was the beer that you fell in love with? Oh, I would say I was lucky enough that I was working as a waiter in New York City the day after I started, right after I graduated from college. The day I moved up from graduation to college and got a job on the Upper West Side at a first-generation craft bar back then called Nacho Mama's Burritos on 111th and Broadway. And in the first week, I had as my shift drinks Chimay Red and Sierra Nevada Celebration. I was smitten and started homebrewing within weeks after that. That is awesome. I mean, a Chimay and a Sierra Nevada. That is that is awesome. I mean, two two very, very different uh, types of beers that you fell in love with. We're talking with Sam Calagione, the founder and president of Dogfish Head Beer on a- the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM970. The answer, you can check out their website at dogfishhead.com. Now, the tour for Beer to Drink Music 2 to 17 is well underway. What is the, the style of beer like for this year's version? So uh, this year, you know, Dogfish is very proud to be the official uh, beer of Record Store Day in the same way that 
McGinnis certainly does a great job of owning St. Patrick's Day as a brewery and Corona with Cinco de Mayo. Dogfish had found a, uh, a holiday that we could fall in love with and really rally behind. So this year, Record Store Day is on April 22nd, uh, and it's the you know, 400 or 500 independent record stores across America that we're trying to drive awareness and traffic to. Part of that is we do a collaborative album with Sony. I think you played an awesome Johnny Cash track off of that album called Beer to Drink Music to, or, or the album's called Music to Drink Beer to. Right. We do a beer that comes out at retail called Beer to Drink Music to, and this year it's a golden ale made with kiwis and hibiscus flowers. So dry, uh, fruity, but dry, spicy golden ale. I, I did have an opportunity, Sam, to pick up a bottle of it last week and uh, had it in my backyard. We had uh, some great days here uh, early in the week last week in, in New York City and ended up uh, sitting in the backyard uh, sipping on it. And I have to tell you, it is very good, nice fruit. Um, you, you get a little bit of that his, hibiscus flavor, but a real nice, easy-drinking beer on a beautiful you know, 75- to 80-degree day. So I have to say I enjoy it very much. Now, Sam, the, the business has been churning out. Uh, great beers for for 21 years, your business. You're expanding at what I would consider uh, a modest pace for the company, over 30 states, more to come in 2017. Uh, but people can get burned out. What is the one thing that keeps you going day after day? I would say probably it's two things simultaneous. The opportunity to keep innovating and stay creative, uh, not just rely on one beer to, to the uh, commercial juggernaut, that opportunity for creation, a big part of my drive, and then the opportunity to learn from and be inspired by my coworkers to entice other, you know, talented, interesting, passionate people to join Mariah and I at our family company on our journey and that community of coworkers that really moves Dogfish Head to be uh, ahead every day is what inspires me along with the opportunity to come up with an extra beer that's never existed before we thought of it. Uh, we're talking with Sam Calagione, the founder and president of Dogfish Head Beer on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, you can check out their website at dogfishhead.com. Of course, we're talking about the tour for Beer to Drink Music 217. The beer is out. The uh, the, the vinyl album is out, of course, Record Store Day uh, this weekend. You can check out uh, all the, the great tracks. We played one earlier, the Johnny Cash song. But, uh, Sam, uh, as we've seen in recent months, the craft beer business is changing. Mid-sized level brewers dealing with major issues. We've been talking about the last couple of weeks on the program about uh, Speakeasy and how they've been having their problems. A lot of places are having problems. Jim Cook wrote an op-ed piece in the New York Times a few weeks back saying as big as craft beer has gotten, there might be a little trouble on the horizon. You've even said it at, a, at the uh, the big conference last week in Washington, D.C., and I, I can't say the word you use on the radio, but blank is getting real now. In your opinion... What needs to change in the craft beer industry so that brewers can survive? Well, I would say we just have to keep doing a great job as a community of, you know, I, you know, iconoclastic and indie craft breweries. We need to keep working hard to amplify our voice with consumers to talk about the importance of choice and transparency, meaning there's certain, you know, you know, Foreign, uh, you know, owned global, you know, brewing conglomerates mm-hmm. that want disc- that want consumers and retailers to believe that they offer every kind of different beer in their portfolio. Well, that's not the case, and consumers need a better understanding of what is truly coming from you know these indie small American craft breweries and, and what are beers that are being marketed as if they're coming from these indie American craft breweries. And that's why, you know, the Brewers Association, our trade group, 
uh, is so critical. You can go to craftbeer.com uh, to turn, learn more about indie craft beer there. But uh, making sure consumers understand uh, is what is going to give them the most choice and opportunity to experiment from as many small breweries as possible for the long-term future. You know, it's interesting, Sam. I, I have friends of mine that, you know, we get together and, uh, you know, we have we have a couple of drinks and beers. In fact, last yeah. weekend, got together with uh, people that I grew up with that I've known for over 40 years, and we get together every once in a while, and we had a nice dinner, and we're having beer. And my one friend, not a big craft beer drinker. He's, you know, I want my staples. I got to have my, my X brand, X brand, X brand. And I said, listen, let me give you something to try. And I'm guaranteeing you, you're going to like it. Just try it. If you don't like it, fine. I'll drink it. It's okay. And you know what? I gave him, uh, you know, a, 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 I won't mention the name, but it was a particular craft beer. He took a sip of it. Hey, this isn't bad. It's, it's, it's along the lines of what I like to drink. I think to me that's the biggest fear of people getting into to, to craft beer, that maybe it's something I'm not going to like, but if you don't ever try it, how are you going to figure out what it is that you like and don't like? We've been, I think we've been force-fed you know, that these are the only beers, but there is such a plethora of stuff out there uh, that, that if you just take five seconds to try it, you, you might actually like it. I always say to people, tell me the type of beer style that you like. I'll find a beer that you'll enjoy. I mean, how, I, when you get people that come into your facility, isn't it the same way? I mean, you've got to get them in the door, but then you've got to give them something that they're really going to like. Yeah, and I think, you know, there's a lot of misperceptions about beer for people that are just getting into it. And we don't want to be beer snobs. We want to be beer geeks and beer evangelists and invite new beer drinkers into the fold of craft beer so they get excited about all the diversity of, uh, of flavors and styles available. So at our company, we work really hard to give people confidence and courage to take baby steps outside their comfort zone. For example, the IPA style is certainly the fastest-growing beer style in the history of the 35-year craft brewing uh, renaissance. But some people say, oh, I, don't like, I don't like craft beer because I don't like bitter beer. They think all craft beer is IPAs. Right. Well, that's when you start turning them on to, uh, you know, saisons, which are more spicy and dry and not, bit, not as bitter, or uh, Belgian white beers that have that orange and can't coriander sweetness. Um, and, and so basically, like you said, prompting the questions that says, well, what do you like? and giving people the comfort to not blow them away with, you know, some some insane, you know, uh, whiskey barrel-aged, 12% ABV stout, if all they've ever tried is a wheat beer. You want to take baby steps to acclimate your palate to more flavorful beers. Exactly. Uh, the Dogfish Head Crossley Cruiser uh, is going around. It's visiting 29 cities, stopping in independent record stores and craft beer bars to celebrate and spread appreciation for music, indie record stores, original artwork, so much stuff. They're in a bunch of different cities. And, of course, for more information about Music to Drink Beer 2 Volume 3 and Beer to Drink Music 217, participating record stores, and the destinations that are on the tour, uh, just visit dogfish.com slash record-store-day. My guest on the program tonight on the Algatulo Craft Beer has been Sam Calagione, the founder and president of Dogfish Head Beer. Sam, thanks so much for joining me on the Craft Beer Cast. Well, I enjoyed this, Alan. Thanks for your hard work and spreading the word about good beer uh, every day on your show. You got it. Coming up next on the Craft Beer Cast, he's the brewmaster from Roscoe Brewery. Josh Hughes joins me on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast right after a short break on AM 970 The Answer. 
Hey guys, why don't you join me, the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast, Brooklyn Brewery, and Anthony's Cold Fired Pizza in Englewood, New Jersey on Thursday, April 27th from 5 to 8 p.m. for a special craft beer dinner. Four courses with craft beer pairings for only $35. It's a great deal. Alex Hestovic with Brooklyn Brewery will explain why the pairings go together, answer any questions you may have. Plus, I'm going to take the Craft Beer Cast live from the restaurant. The food and beer pairings go like this. It's a classic Italian salad paired with sriracha yell, a wings and ribs paired with Brooklyn lager, meatballs and eggplant paired with Defender IPA, assorted pizzas paired with American ale. It's very simple to register. Just go to acfp.com slash englewood-beer-dinner slash or call 201-431-9404 to make your reservation. It's a wonderful night of fun with the Yalgatulo Craft Beer Cast, Brooklyn Brewery, and Anthony's Cold Fired Pizza. Join us April 27th, 5 to 8 p.m. at the Anthony's Cold Fired Pizza in Englewood, New Jersey, located at 10 Sterling Boulevard, Suite 104, call 201-431-9404 for reservations. Hi, this is Bill Martinez. Join us as we talk with the experts about the latest news, politics, issues of faith, the culture, and entertainment. It's all about us. It's all about the truth wherever it leads. Bill Martinez Live, Monday mornings at 12 a.m. on AM 970, The Answer. You know, I'm not a genius about money. I love my credit cards, and they love me. I was using them as a source of income, and then I got behind in my payments, and creditors were calling. I heard about Trinity, so I called and talked to a counselor. Now I've got one easy monthly payment, a lower interest rate, and I'm getting out of debt. If your debt has you down, we should talk. Call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. 1-800-990-6976. This portion of the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast brought to you by Anthony's Coal Fired Pizza. And welcome back to the Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, you can follow me on Twitter at Al Gattulo. Instagram at Gattulo. That's G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O. Facebook.com slash A-G Craft Beer Cast. And, of course, via email at albertg at nycradio.com. Don't forget, iTunes, Google Play, just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast, and you can listen to every single one of the Craft Beer Casts from there. And we've had some great guests on over the last several weeks. We've got other stuff coming up as well, a lot of on-the-road um, you know, performances. In fact, we're going to be on the road uh, the uh, April 27th at uh, Anthony's Coal Fire Pizza. You do not want to miss that. It's going to be great. Brooklyn Brewery is going to be the... Um, featured sponsor. We're going to have uh, beer pairings, dinner. It's going to be a blast. But my next guest on the cast, he is the brewmaster for a place in upstate New York, specifically Roscoe, New York, and they're cranking out great beers like Trout Town Eagle IPA or their American Amber Ale. And I was introduced to him uh, by my cousin Stephen Gadulo, so i got to give a big shout-out to my cousin Stephen uh, for doing that. They're open seven days a week. You can check out their website, RoscoeBeerCompany.com, for more information. Let me welcome in Josh Hughes to the Craft Beer Cast on AM970. The answer, Josh, welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. You're welcome. Now, uh, Josh, how did Roscoe Beer Company get its start? Roscoe Beer Company was a concept that started all the way back in 2011 when the town of Roscoe won the ultimate trout fishing town in the USA by the Ultimate Fishing Network. 
Uh, at that point in time, uh, some family members and some friends decided it would be a really good idea to really offer something for the great town that has a rich heritage in both uh, outdoor activity and fishing. So the idea of craft beer or a brewery in the town was founded, and everything's history from there. And I have to say, the, the inside of the place where you can rent it out for parties looks amazing. I mean, you know, you see some places that, you know, that, uh, um, you know, make their beer and they have a tap room or whatever. It's, a, you know, basically it's a nondescript type of building. A lot of them are built in industrial parks. You guys really, I mean, it's it's a like a, I want to say, for lack of a better term, a, a cabin, log cabin type feel where you're just kind of hanging out and you're talking about whatever the, you know, fish is on the wall or the, 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 you know, the stuffed animal that somebody had shot. It's a very, very cool place to just, to just hang out in, not so, even so much, uh, you know, to drink beer. We really wanted to create something that was different. Uh, and, you know, there's so many breweries out there that it can be difficult to do something different. So what we did is we took what our roots are, and that's the outdoors and enthusiasm for hunting, fishing, hiking, you name it. And so we created a feel that would be reminiscent of what you would see in a hunter's cabin. But at the same time, we tried to bring in a great feel for the outdoors. So we have trees that go floor to ceiling. The first thing you're going to see when you walk in the room is a very large fish tank with actual rainbow trout in it and native rocks from the riverbeds. So Nice. The the whole feel is really designed to tie in everything that you would expect out of this area. Now, Josh, how did you get your start brewing beer, and what style of beer is your favorite to make? My roots in craft brewing really start from a fairly young age. Uh, when I was younger, I had family members that brewed craft beer, so the concept of brewing beer on your own was really never that far-fetched idea that was unfathomable. So as I grew up and became exposed to a wealth of craft beer, my natural you know, questioning of how things happen and my love of science really came into play, and I began studying how it happened and what you needed to do to make this happen and that happen. And next thing I knew, I was brewing beer on my own. And I bought every book I could imagine and that I could find, and I studied and studied. And next thing you knew, I was brewing even more beer. And then I found my way to Roscoe Beer Company and was brought on here as the brewmaster. And I started creating a lot of uh, different beers here. My favorite beer styles to brew really depend on the the time of year. Okay. In the summer months, we really like to brew some lighter beers that showcase some really rich hop aroma. Mm-hmm. And then in the winter and colder months, we really like to showcase that rich, dark, malty character that a beer can have. Uh, we're talking with Josh Hughes, the brewmaster of Roscoe Beer, located in Roscoe, New York. Roscoe Beer, uh, co- excuse me, RoscoeBeerCompany.com is the website for more information on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, and Josh, you have a nice mix of beer styles. I've noticed a, a lot of places, you know, focus on one particular style, whether it's IPAs, etc., at the start. But you guys have an assortment of different beers. Was that a part of the game plan when the brewery started? It was part of, uh, part of a game plan from early on, yes. Uh, the primary reason for this is just like food, not anyone's palate is identical to someone else's. So when a group of people come in, if you don't have a wide range of craft beer, you're not going to be appealing to everybody. And we wanted to create a beer that was right for just about everybody. So we created a very wide range, ranging from lighter ales all the way to some really nice red ales to big, bold, robust stouts. Now, what, what do you guys got coming up in the brewery, let's say over the next several months, that'll be ready for consumption? 
we actually are brewing a lager for the first time as a brewery. Mm. Uh, we decided that we would brew a lager to enter into uh, the, the summer season. It's going to be a bohemian-style pilsner, actually, and we're very excited to release this one. It's interesting because I was talking about this with um, Tara Nuren, who writes for Forbes. She writes all on craft beer and stuff. And uh, she was contending that lagers are becoming the big thing now. Uh, you know, this season, like not that people are are tired of drinking IPAs or tired of drinking different different beers, but lagers seem to be making more of a comeback now uh, over the last several months. Was that a part of why you guys wanted to do it or because you had never done it before that you decided, all right, the, the time was right. This is the time to make this particular beer. Uh, a little bit of both. We actually have a beer, it's technically an ale, that has a lot of characteristics similar to a lager, but it's a seasonal. And it built up so much uh, so much loyalty in our customers that when we decided to pull that beer from the market seasonally, we needed to offer something back to them. Mm-hmm. And with the progression of the beer market, basically there'd be seas- uh, seasonals and stuff like that. Basically what ended up happening is we decided a lager really fit the need of the market, and the rest of the market's really kind of followed suit. We're talking with Josh Hughes, the brewmaster of Roscoe Beer, located in Roscoe, New York. RoscoeBeerCompany.com is the website for more information. Uh, or you can give them a ring, you know, for uh, hours of operation and all that other stuff. 607-290-5002 is the phone number there. Now, I was looking on the website, Josh, at all the different beers you have. Many of the tap handles have fish on the uh, fish on them. Now, that I get, obviously. What I don't get, you got to explain this one for me, is your tap handle for breaking point because it has a picture of Jack Nicholson from The Shining. Now, was it you know was it because of the fact that the uh, uh, the, the where it took place was in upstate New York? That, is that why you guys went with Jack Nicholson, or is it because Breaking Point, the, the name of the beer, is kind of Jack Nicholson flipping out, and that's your Breaking Point? And you want to have something strong. There was a little bit of all of that went into play. Uh, that beer, we decided we wanted to break the capacity standards for our brewing system. Mm-hmm. So what we ended up doing on that was we we increased all the capacities and, and hit the max of the system. And we really couldn't come up with a name. And uh, we knew we wanted to call Breaking Point at some point. And my assistant brewer just came in with a picture of Jack Nicholson, and we fell in love with it oh, uh, because awesome. of that crazy aspect to it. All right. So, Josh, now let me ask you this. What is your favorite style of beer to drink? That, again, very much dependent on the season. Okay. Uh, IPAs going into the summer months, uh, but all around, I would say, a nice, big, robust stout. Okay, sounds good. I li- Listen, I like my stouts, that's for sure. Um, and, Josh, a uh, final question from me here as we talk with Josh Hughes, the brewmaster of Roscoe Beer, located in Roscoe, New York, uh, roscoebeercompany.com, the website for more information. Uh, we've been seeing lately a lot of these mid-level uh, craft breweries that seem to be, you know, having having all sorts of issues. Uh, for instance, Speakeasy Ales and Lagers out in San Francisco uh, had to close up shop, and now um, uh, Schmaltz Brewing is coming in, and they're kind of uh, they're going to start they're going to keep making the beer as a contract brewer until we figure out who's going to own the company. Uh, we're seeing a lot of these these mid level brewers um, that are beginning to have issue, issues uh, this year. Do you guys see it now? Obviously, you're a much smaller company, but you want to uh, branch out. In what way, or I guess to phrase the question properly, are you guys worried about that in terms of how you're starting to see some of these breweries close down, or is it because you guys are much more of a microbrewery and it's a local flavor and you're getting a lot of uh, local business and you have your distributorship uh, you know, all over New York, you guys are, are okay? 
you know, we're really not all that worried about it per se. We are definitely mindful of what's happening, but every brewery is unique in their growth path. And if you look at the number of breweries in our country, inherently not every idea that every brewery has is going to be successful. So with the sheer number of them, we expect to see some breweries close up shop, some breweries be acquired when they're not doing well, and so on. Um, So we're very mindful, and we have some really good ideas of how we won't fall into anything like that. So not not really all that worried. My guest has been Josh Hughes, the brewmaster of Roscoe Beer, located in Roscoe, New York. RoscoeBeerCompany.com is the website for more information. Josh, thanks so much for joining me on the Craft Beer Cast tonight. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. You got it. When we come back, time for Suds and Duds, where I'll tell you all about the beers I have partaken in the past week, tell you if they are a Suds or if they're a Dud. All after a short break on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Michael Medved doesn't see a war, but more action in Syria. Part of what the president is saying, he has repeatedly, and since long before he even became a candidate for president, said we shouldn't get involved in a war in Syria. The American people don't want it. But that doesn't mean that the idea of making sure that the use of chemical weapons must have some consequences. The Michael Medved Show. Afternoons at 3, right before Kevin McCullough at 5 on AM 970. The Answer. Hey guys, why don't you join me, the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast, Brooklyn Brewery, and Anthony's Cold Fired Pizza in Englewood, New Jersey on Thursday, April 27th from 5 to 8 p.m. for a special craft beer dinner. Four courses with craft beer pairings for only $35. It's a great deal. Alex Hestovic with Brooklyn Brewery will explain why the pairings go together, answer any questions you may have. Plus, I'm going to take the Craft Beer Cast live from the restaurant. The food and beer pairings go like this. It's a classic Italian salad paired with sriracha yale, a wings and ribs paired with Brooklyn lager, meatballs an eggplant paired with Defender IPA, assorted pizzas paired with American Ale. It's very simple to register. Just go to acfp.com slash englewood-beer-dinner slash or call 201-431-9404 to make your reservation. It's a wonderful night of fun with the Yalgatulo Craft Beer Cast, Brooklyn Brewery, and Anthony's Cold Fired Pizza. Join us April 27th, 5 to 8 p.m. at the Anthony's Cold Fired Pizza in Englewood, New Jersey, located at 10 Sterling Boulevard, Suite 104, call 201 401- 431-9404 for reservations. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. I've been telling you about Relief Factor for about six months now. I've been using Relief Factor for a lot longer than that. If you're struggling with ongoing back or neck pain, shoulder, hip, knee pain, general muscle aches and pain, do what I did. Go to relieffactor.com. Order their three-week quick start for just $19.95. Try it for three weeks, $19.95, relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com or call toll-free 800-500-8384, 800 Segment of the Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Al Gattulo, Instagram at Gattulo, that's G A T T U L O, Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast, and of course via email at Albert G at NYCRadio.com. Don't forget, we're on iTunes and Google Play. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can download and listen to every single show. A little Stereo MCs, the Supernatural America mix, that was Elevate My Mind. Stereo MCs, an electronica band uh, out of England. 
um, that I discovered back in the early 90s. They had one real big hit, uh, Step It Up, on their uh, Connected um, CD, which I think came out in 91, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, they kind of floated around a little bit, put out a bunch of different things, but... uh, just wanted to get a little old school there since uh, we had Sam Calagione on earlier in the program. We're talking about um, you know Record Store Day, which happens to be today on Saturday. They're doing a bunch of different uh, events, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, really cool. And uh, having Sam on was great. Uh, brought some uh, interesting things to the table uh, in terms of craft beer. And, of course, Josh Hughes uh, from the Roscoe Brewing Company. So this is our final segment of the program where we do our Suds and Duds segment. And also we'll have a little bit of news and notes uh, as well. Let's jump right into the suds and duds. We'll get to some news uh, at the end here. But uh, started off uh, last week. Uh, it was an interesting week. Um, I had off for uh, Good Friday. So that Thursday night before Good Friday, um, my local um, establishment that I go to from time to time, Paragon Tap and Table, uh, right in Clark, New Jersey, um, they were doing a East Coast versus West Coast uh, beer contest. So it was Firestone Walker from the West Coast against Victory Beer from the East Coast. And, you know, they had various, uh, you know, uh, IPAs and stouts, et cetera, et cetera. They were doing some prizes, giveaways. I ended up winning uh, a Victory Baseball cap and a shield from uh, Firestone Walker, which was pretty cool uh, for their new beer, uh, Leo and Ursus. Uh, and that's what I started off with, a Leo versus Ursus, uh, Fortem uh, by Firestone Walker. Really nice IPA, uh, delicious, unfiltered. Uh, a little strong. I think it's uh, on the 7% side, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but really, really good. Kind of dank and uh, loved the the bitter hoppy taste to it. Then I moved on, which was probably a mistake. I should have uh, stayed with IPAs for a little bit or something a little lesser. But I went, I, I shot for the moon on this one. So I had their Parabola from Firestone Walker. And this, let me tell you something, folks. Wow, is this good. I have got to get myself a bottle of this. Uh, unbelievable bourbon flavors and as an, as I said on untapped I said this is the bomb and I put bomb in capital letters the bourbon flavor in this was so good I mean this was a slow sipper it took me well over 45 minutes to finish it uh, but definitely worth the wait uh, to, to you know let it warm up a little bit and kind of uh, bring out those bourbon flavors as you let the stouts uh, warm up a little bit but this was fantastic I cannot wait to get a bottle of this this is one of those you pour a glass you let it sit for about 10 minutes before you start sipping it and then you sip it for about an hour it is definitely uh, worth your time ladies and gentlemen the parabola from Firestone Walker Brewing uh, then I moved on to uh, victory has a Java cask which is along the lines of the uh, Parabola, except there's a lot of coffee flavor in this one. Nice hints of bourbon, but not overpowering. In the Parabola, the bourbon is very, very present when you drink it. In the Java cask, the coffee is very present uh, in this one from Victory, and you get that little subtle bourbon hint on the back end. Very, very good. Uh, I would recommend this one as well uh, from Victory Brewing Company. Then I moved on to their Sour Monkey, which, again, you know, we've talked about sours before and how I haven't really... Uh, it, early on, I didn't acquire a taste for sours, but it seems that my palate has changed a little bit, and I seem to have gotten an affinity uh, for sours. Maybe it's the, the, the sourness of the beer, just a, a, a different taste profile on my tongue. Uh, maybe the fact that I didn't uh, drink for a while um, and then came back to it, maybe that's that's kind of how it shook it up. Because, again, I like to be seasonal. I love IPAs, but I like to get off of them uh, in the wintertime because I don't want to ruin my palate. So, I don't know. It was really good, the Sour Monkey, and not overpowering. So the sourness doesn't 
doesn't hit you where you're puckering up your lips. You're kind of like, all right, this isn't bad. I can kind of get my way through this. And that I think that's probably the reason why uh, I enjoyed that. So that was the Sour Monkey uh, from Victory Brewing Company. As we continue on with our Suds and Duds segment here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. And then, uh, so Paragon, great, great time over there. Victory Brewing and um, Firestone Walker, uh, Patrick and, and from Victory. And I, forgive me, I forgot uh, the Firestone Walker guy's name. I think it's... I think it's Gabriel. I'm not 100% sure on that one. But anyway, guys did a great job over there. Uh, nice event. Great turnout over at Paragon Tap and Table. Ernie, Ernie Huey did a great job of setting this one up. Then uh, over on Staten Island uh, later that weekend, I was over at Adobe Blues, a great southwestern uh, restaurant uh, located probably not even about uh, a five-minute, six-minute car ride from the Staten Island Ferry. Great place uh, to have southwestern food, but they have an extensive uh, beer selection, uh, a few be- a few beers on tap, uh, but the majority of their beers are on bottle. And boy, let me tell you, it is a two-sided menu uh, to pick out stuff. And believe me, if you can't find a beer to drink there, there's something wrong with you. So I started off with a uh, Weinenstefen Heffenweiss beer uh, from uh, the good folks in Germany. Uh, I did get their Wiesenbach. I'm actually going to be trying that over the next week or two, and we'll review that on the program as well. But this one... Fantastic, and it was really more or less because we had Marcus Englund on uh, the week before that I had to have this one to start off. A little lemon in the beer, very nice, light, a little bit of banana flavor in it, fantastic. And the fact that they only do it with four ingredients is is wonderful. It's a 5% beer, but it doesn't feel like a 5% beer. You can definitely drink more than one of these and not feel full, and that's the great thing about it. Then I, I shifted over to a uh, Le Fin du Monde uh, by Unibrow. And um, this one is really good. I love Belgian beers. Uh, This one, another one, very strong at 9% and fruity. But to be honest, um, it was light. Usually a lot of Belgian beers like this, when you get a Belgian triple, they're very heavy uh, and filling. This one was much more on the light side, but you really got that fruit profile from it uh, as you were sipping it. So that was a a really good one as well. Uh, The Unibrow, the La Fin du Monde by Unibrow. Uh, a couple of days later, over at the Cloverleaf Tavern, I did miss their Carton uh, Brewing event, their tap takeover. Unfortunately, I wasn't feeling well that day and uh, couldn't make it over there. That is a fantastic tap takeover at the Cloverleaf Tavern. Every tap is Carton beer. They do a special with their regular coffee, and they have a um, pork roll or Taylor ham sandwich, however you want to call it. Uh, I say pork roll. Other people say Taylor ham. What are you going to do? Um, it's a Jersey thing. So, um they had. Uh, I was over there actually uh, on a little business the day before. Had a Galaxy and Comet by the Hop Concept. This is really good. Bitterness is sharp on the tongue. It's nice and juicy. A lot of citrus flavors in this one. That is an excellent beer uh, from the Hop Concept. Good job out of those guys. And then uh, to finish off the Suds and Duds segment, uh, since we had Josh Hughes from uh, Roscoe uh, Beer Company, uh, he was nice enough to send some beers down to me. Got a chance to sample a couple of them. I uh, had the Trout Town Whitetail Pale Ale. Uh, by Roscoe Beer Company. Mild, light, easy drinking. It was just okay. I I wasn't blown away by it. Um, I'm not a big pale ale fan. I like more of the bitterness uh, from an IPA, so the pale ales are kind of like, it's hit or miss for me. It's a good beer if you want something mild and light. It wasn't really good enough for me, so I'd say that this one was a dud for me. It would be probably a suds for you if you like them uh, mild and, uh, and, and light. Uh, then I moved on to a uh, their Eagle IPA. This one, it's an interesting IPA. Uh, if you're not into super bitterness, this might be a good IPA for you to try. Just a mild bite on the uh, on the front and not so much on the back end. So you kind of get that little bit of bitterness and then it kind of goes away. Nice hop flavor, though. Um, this was definitely something that I could drink 
uh, if I wasn't really in the mood for a heavy IPA. So I'd consider that one a suds. And then finally, I finished off with a Trout Town Brown Ale uh, by the Roscoe Beer Company. This one was really good. Nice coffee and chocolate flavors, um, not too overpowering. I, I, one of those ones, even though it's not a stout, it kind of drinks a little like a stout. So if you warm it up a little bit, uh, it tastes a little bit better. Definitely worth your time. Trout Town Brown Ale uh, by Roscoe Beer Company. Uh, very good. Excellent job. Uh, Josh Hughes. So a couple of news and notes to get to before we get out of here. Uh, they're, they're opening a new place. It's actually opening next month uh, in Manhattan. This is uh, kind of cool. So the, um, the, this uh, place that's opening in Kipps Bay, it's called Tipsy Scoop. It's basically ice cream infused with different liquors. And so uh, it's located at 217 East 26th Street. They're calling it a barler. Not a parlor, not a bar, not an ice cream parlor, but a barlor. They're going to serve scoops of flavors of ice cream, including spiked hazelnut coffee. It's coffee ice cream infused with hazelnut liqueur and cafe patron. A cake batter vodka martini. Ice cream infused with cake vodka, amaretto, and white chocolate liqueur. Uh, They're going to have a base of 15 different flavors in addition to seasonal options. It opens on May 7th from noon to 9 p.m. And get this. Dollar scoops for the first 25 customers on opening day. So that's at 217 East 26th Street uh, in Kipps Bay. Tipsy scoop. It's ice cream uh, with liquor infused in the ice cream. Pretty interesting. Might have to take a trip over there. Uh, The 15th annual Blues and Brews taking place at the Cape Fear Regional Theater uh, June 3rd in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Uh, again, this is a uh, the Blues and Brews hosted in benefits. The Cape Fear Regional Theater, it's a not-for-profit, serves more than 40,000 people each year. Uh, gates open at 5 o'clock for general admission. That includes souvenir beer sampling, glass, uh, games, and food and merchandise for purchase. Uh, VIP attendees, you get, you get in an hour earlier. Uh, you get a catered meal, snacks, and private lawn with covered seating, uh, complimentary blues and brews merchandise, and a concession item. Uh, the general admission tickets, $35 in advance, $40 at the gate. VIP tickets are $75 per person. If you want to purchase tickets to that, that's in North Carolina. You go to cfrt.org slash blues and brews, or you can call 910-323-4233. Funky Buddha's got some anniversary bottle releases. Uh, that will be coming out Saturday, June 3rd, the time to be determined. They're 22-ounce bottles. Uh, this is going to be in a four-pack only uh, for $60. They're going to have a public limit. That's to be determined as well. Uh, the tickets for the event have already gone on sale, uh, so don't miss out if you haven't missed out already. Uh, again, the anniversary beers are going to be Save Some Room for Later, which is a German chocolate cake ale, Juicing Room, the Bourbon Barrel-Aged Imperial Stout, uh, Boy That's Great Stuff, an Overhop Session IPA, and I Want It Now, a Tropical Gose uh, in those bottles, approximately uh, 1,000 bottles uh, for that from the folks at Funky Buddha. And finally, Founders got some new uh, spring releases, PC Pills, we're going to be running from uh, this month in April to August of 2017. Uh, it's a nice, uh, easy-drinking Pilsner. And then Sumatra Mountain Brown, that's an imperial brown ale. It's made with Sumatra coffee uh, with a 9% ABV. And then, of course, Doom, the imperial IPA aged in bourbon barrels at a 12.4% IPA. So those are the th- new beers that are coming out from Founders as well. Uh, and, uh, folks, we're out of time. My thanks to Darren Yellen, Jerry Crowley, Phil Boyce, Josh Hughes from Roscoe Brew, Uh, and Sam Calagione from Dogfish Head, and of course, last but not least, the great Buddy Watson. I'll be back Monday on the Joe Piscopo Show at 6 a.m. This has been the Al Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. Cheers, everybody. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.